fire, save Hellebuck, long rebound, and a chance to score! Welcome to episode 63 of the Fantasy Hockey Bros Podcast. Now Carlson, who's going to shoot, he fired that just wide. Out the line by Middleton. That's a bull to get back to Carlson. Ian wide, shoots, scores! Eric Carlson! The fifth goal of the period. Kotkaniemi goes to the net, Aho behind the net, the back end up top, Shane loads up, scores! The tip in front, Jesperi Kotkaniemi scores, returning to the middle center, what a dagger. Welcome to the show everybody. We got a big one today, but unfortunately, no Joe. He's off. Uh, he just had a kid, so congrats to him. But we got Eth and we got Brian back in the house. What's up, guys? What's up? Congrats, Joe. Had himself a beautiful little girl. So that's some yeah. great news. Well done. Well done for him. No excuses as to why he can't be here today, though. He should have made it work. That's true. Come on, Joe. Brian, how far are you from having a little uh, little kid? Bye. <laughs> I mean, is, that a, is that a serious question? If you're not including the ones that might be out there, um, they're probably very, very far removed. Are, are you doing the show today from a girl's house that you were with last night? You can either confirm nor deny. You imagine? Hey, babe, look. Um, no, she just wakes up and gets on. We're gonna, we're gonna have <laughs> a good the time whole setup, today. but um, I gotta do a podcast in the morning, so <laughs> keep it, keep it light. Eh? <laughs> uh, that's good we just see her walking around in the back getting ready to leave. That'd be great. <sighs> I know. Make it, make like it happen. Kicking, I, I'd kick her out of her own house. I mean, listen, you gotta, you gotta quiet it down, okay? <laughs> you making too much noise. <laughs> Did you get more or less sleep than last yeah. week, Brian? Uh, it's very on par right now. My head is bumping right now. I have a very large headache. But we're here. We're here, and it's all good. We're just gonna motor through. Yeah, let's do that. Let's let's motor. Uh, we will get right to the fantasy players of the night this week. Shabbat drops it back to Connor Brown on the Ottawa power play. Tierney with a chance. Bounty puck. They score. Looks like Tierney again. Last Sunday, because we do the shows on Sunday morning. Last Sunday, we had Chris Tierney with a two-goal effort. I don't know how much time we should really be spending on Tierney. If you guys have any thoughts, you can shoot them away. But Tierney's got three goals in five games this year. Shane Pinto got injured this week. With him out, Tierney might get a little more opportunity. But, you know, he's never had more than 48 points in a season, and uh, he's not going to this year either. But there is increased opportunity for sure, and it's a, it's a pretty hot start for uh, Tierney. Nothing. He's a, he's a very deep league guy. 40 points at best. Yeah, yeah, super Who's deep. Connor, here they come. Kyrou. Kyrou holds. Kyrou right to the front, and he scores. Oh, boy. Jordan Kyrou with his second of the night. And it's 6-2. to two. That is a goal. My goodness. Really, really hot commodity right now, and that is Jordan Kyrou. Not boy. Yeah, he had two goals and two assists that night. He got fantasy player of the night. And since then, he's added another two assists over two games. So he's up to two goals, six assists, eight points in four games this year. We did a, a trending on our Instagram about Jordan Cairo. Last week, we said he should not be 9% owned. And he's up to 61, I believe, which is the largest jump of anybody so far this year. Crazy. Should be 100% owned. Yeah, rightfully so. He was one of those guys coming into the, the season that I was looking at as a potential breakout. And, I mean, he's not going to keep up this pace, but I think 60 points is attainable. They're using him. He gets he gets power play time. You know, he plays with good players. Yeah. And he's a, he's a good young player. He's yeah. 23. So My only knock on him, and there's not many. I'm just being picky. Like, young player getting it done, like, I'm all for that. 
Doesn't do much if you're in a bangers league. Doesn't hit, doesn't block much at all. And, you know, despite his, like, crazy surge lately, well, to start the year, he only gets, like, between 13 to 15 minutes of ice time a game. And that's because St. Louis is stacked. You know, they started off the season 4-0. But that's my only thing. But on the flip side of that, getting more ice time, which, you know, he's demanding based on his play, like, his ceiling's only going to go up. You know, if he starts getting 18, 19 minutes a game, it could be something special. Right, and and if he keeps, you know, keeps the production up, his lifetime is just going to go up. They're not going to keep playing him 13 minutes a night, right? Yeah, at, right. At, at some point, like, the player starts to make his own ice time. You know what I mean? When he's just yeah. doing so well and you're just like, the coach has no choice but to, okay, we got we to gotta play you more, you know? Exactly. Come the wild, it's three on one at the Jets line. Kaprizov to Fiala, Kaprizov, Erickson X following night, we had Joel Erickson Eck with a hat trick. Uh, I think we're all pretty high on, on Erickson Eck. But through four games this year, that was his, actually the only game where he had any points in. So he's got three goals and the three points in four games this year. But the thing with Erickson Eck for me, I still, like, I really like him. He's on that top line this year with Kaprizov, Zuccarello. And he's a great source of hits, blocks, shots, face-offs. He does it all. He's averaging 20 minutes of ice time this year compared to last year's 17. So um, I think we're from the start of a, of a really big year for, for Erickson Eck. Yeah, actually similar to Cairo in many ways. You know, 24 years old and hasn't broken out yet, but a guy we expect to break out. And I, I, I would put him right there in the same category. Like a guy that you should add and, and there's a lot of potential. Yeah. Thanks for your thoughts on Erickson Eck. Brian? Moving along to... <laughs> I, all I was going to... Well, Ant, I think we covered all of it. And covered yeah, it pretty well. All I was going to say is that's a guy that I, I targeted in drafts and I wasn't able to get because, you know, the classic guy picked it right before I did type of move, right? Maneuver. Classic. So, um, classic. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm also very high on him this year. I think he's going to get opportunity and I think he's going to be all right. Yeah. Close with the centering feed. The save by Bennington still alive. Carrier stuffed a couple of times. Well, here's another guy you know very familiarly, and that's uh, our fantasy player of the night for the following night was Jordan Binnington. My boy. He had a 42-save win. He allowed one goal that evening. Binnington's 4-0 on the year. Played every game for St. Louis. He's got a 919 save percentage, a 2.75 GAA. Uh, you know, we said coming in, St. Louis is one of those teams. Like, they have a stacked forward group. If Binnington can be great, like... St. Louis can climb up that central standings, and uh, it's a really good start for Bennington and the Blues. Bennington's kicking it into two years ago for him when he kind of burst onto the scene and he was just an absolute stud muffin. So he's, um, yeah, he's been, and obviously, you know, I'm a Bennington guy because I have him in my pool, as you guys know. Yeah. He is a stud, and he, like you said, Mike, he's, he is in a league that's ever changing with the, you know, split goalies and one guy plays 43 games, the other guy plays 40 games, whatever. He is the one. And he uh-huh. is 1A, one, 1 and 1A and 1B, and then you have the backup. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like there's fewer of them now than there ever used to be, but that is a guy that is will play 60-plus games. He is the number one, and he's a stud right now. Yeah. You know, I feel like people soured on him a little bit over the past year or two, but... He's actually never had a season where his save percentage was under 9-10. Like, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. Last year, speaking from my own personal experience, yeah. he he was still good, but he wasn't what you thought he maybe should have been or would have been. But, I mean, mm-hmm. last year, there's so many asterisks and different dynamics to what was going on last year. Maybe there's something going on. I don't know. But, look, it's only four games. So, you know. We'll see how it is in a month, two months, but it looks like he's back to being the Bennington that we know. Yeah. Now Now it's Raymond from the dot. Oh, Oh. and Letty Rock. Markstrom's been terrific. Speaking of workhorses, the following night we had Jacob Markstrom earn fantasy player of the night with a 33 save shutout. Yeah, Markstrom's another one of those guys. Like Vladar did get in one, but. 
they're going to lean on him. And uh, so far, through the three games he's played, he's, he's been really good. He's 1-1-1, one, one, and one, but a, a 9-2-4 save percentage highlights that. So Calgary, we said, one of those teams, the Pacific's pretty much wide open. And, you know, if they can get great goaltending, Johnny Goudreau can have a bounce-back contract year. You know, Markstrom could be right there. And so far, it's early, but I've liked what I've seen out of Markstrom. Yeah, they've looked good so far, the whole team. Markstrom's another one of those 1A and 1B guys. He's going to, you know, he's, you love you love having him. He's not one of those guys where you got a question if he's going to be 60 starting. starts, you're good to go. Fire him up. Oh, yeah. 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 Like now across for All right, then following night. A young stud. We had Miro Heiskanen. Oh, baby. A goal and two assists. Uh, Heiskanen's up to six points in five games this season. Lots of ice time, especially with Klingberg being out the last handful of games. You know, with a young player like this, and based on that playoff run he had where he had 26 points in 27 games, you get the feeling like any one of these seasons, it was a better time before he just popped off. It is still early, but like this could be a high skin in year where he gets, you know, between 50, maybe even 60 points. No, yeah, this is it. He's he's here. He's he has arrived officially as a, just a, an absolute stud. I, when I watch him, I'm like, this guy's just he's everywhere and he looks unreal. He skates so well. I love watching him play. And I think that he is th- this is the first season where he's just going to be an absolute machine for your fantasy team. When we were doing our draft. Klinberg and Heiskin were both there when it was my time to draft. And I, well, prior to my time to draft. And I was contemplated <laughs> a long time to be like, okay, which is like literally, it's uh, who am I going to draft? Because project, projections had them about the same, right? And I yeah, was like, yeah. Heiskin technically on Yahoo was drafted lower. His ADP was lower than Klinberg. But I'm like, you know what? I think what a playoff this guy had i'm like i think he's he's due he's gonna he's gonna burst out and i'm happy that i drafted him as opposed to Klinberg because it's working out and i think it's going to continue to work out yeah like i think the only the only thing that's made me hesitate the past couple of years with heiskanen is that Klinberg is there yeah Klinberg still Klinberg's a, a great defenseman in his own right and he's going to get time as well and Kling, Klingberg's been out right so exactly and that scares you a little. But, I mean, if you're – I just can't see how they just don't let Heiskanen be the guy. You know, like, yeah, Klinberg's a great player, but I think Heiskanen needs to be on that power play one no matter what. If you want to go Klinberg as well, have the two of them. But I think he just needs to be there. He's that good. Yeah, like, you, you, you guys remember the time when you used to have two defensemen on a power play? It seems. Yeah. It seems so. You don't see it too often. It nowadays. seems so far away from when we used to have the best two defensemen on a PP one, but that's more <laughs> and more, more and more teams are not doing that. But yeah, so listen, Heiskanen's got to be on it. So if you want to put Klingberg, that's great, but keep him on too. You know, remember those power plays? You would have like everyone around the league. You'd have that like playmaking defenseman. The guy with the shot, yeah. Passing it to the yeah, guy yeah, with yeah. the shot. Niedermeyer over to Pronger. Cabrillet over to McCabe. We saw that. Remember Cavi? I would Would love to know the first. The first. (laughs) I would love to know the first team that actually started that. The umbrella started the the new trend. Yeah, Uh, a team that didn't have a second defenseman to put out there. I guess I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a team that had four forwards that were like, "There's no chance we're leaving him on the bench." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the 6D were just one offensive D and a bunch of stay-at-home guys. <laughs> a bunch of absolute <laughs> plugs. <laughs> and kept in by Krug. What a play. Off the wall, Tarasenko. Perron, one-timer. He scores! The hat trick for David Perron! All right, following night, and our third St. Louis Blue that made Fantasy Player of the Night this week, David Perron had a hat trick. And an assist. He is up to five goals, two assists for seven points in four games. Having a great start like a couple other St. Louis Blues. Perron is an interesting little case. You know, he's 33 years old. He's bounced around the league a bit. And I think for that reason, he kind of got forgotten. But man, he can put up some points. Like, I think he's capable of 70. I think I'm trying to go back to our projections episode because... 
I had him, I wrote him down as one of the guys, not surprise breakout, because the guy's been around for 30 years, apparently. It feels like. But I I said he's a guy that can score 30, 35-plus goals on this team, the way it is. Because he's, I mean, Tarasenko's back. He's playing pretty well, so that's good. But Perron's in a prominent role on the team, in a good spot in the lineup. And he's done it everywhere in his career. Like, he's he kind of just does it, and you don't think about it. But he quietly puts up 20, 25 goals, 55 points every single season, like minimum. And I think he can do more than that this year. Yeah. Well, interesting stat on Perron. He, for the first time in his career last year, you know, he's a top six guy. He's always on the power play. But for the first time in his career last year, he was over point per game with 58 and 56. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if you guys remember this, but in our – Fan tracks draft. I, yeah, I was gonna bring it up. <laughs> I took Peron accidentally because I was. Yeah, hey, you were really I, was, I was trying to get Line. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of working out so far. But well, Line's um, had a good start too. But yeah, Line looks good. At the at the end of the day, I I do think that you know I'll still regret it because I'd rather have Line still. But but man, like yeah, Peron's found a home here, and and yeah, fifty eight and fifty six last year. I do I think he's gonna get more than point per game this year. I don't, but no. But if he hits seventy, 60, like between Mike sixty, said, yeah. seventy, yeah, seventy is attainable that's a, that's because a he, is, he is a go-to guy. Yeah, the he team's is. loaded, but he is a go-to guy on the team, and th- there's no reason to believe that he's not going to keep this up. Mm. No, he's basically attached himself to the hip of O'Reilly, and like he's he's one of the go-to guys yeah. there. So yeah, I think we kind of overlooked Perron. I love the Blues. So. I'm a Blues fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've looked freaking awesome. I love them. All right. Uh, that's it for the fantasy players of the night this week. But there are a couple other um, players that I did want to touch on. And I want to start on defense. And I want to talk about Eric Carlson. He's back. I think he's back. Is he let's, back? Let's, he's got six points. Six points down. in four games this year. You know, I was looking into this a little bit. I think... I don't know, like the injury kind of made us think, you know, is this guy done for good? But looking into his stats a little bit, check this out. So last year he had his worst season of his career, basically. Uh, It was 22 points in 52 games. Aside from that season, he's never been under a 59-point pace since the 2010-2011 season. That's 10 years. That's wild. He's never wow. been under fifty nine point pace. That's insane. And just his just his uh, his career points and in, in games six hundred and thirty one points in seven hundred ninety two games. That's a forward that's, number. That's insane. That's a forward. That's insane. Number. That yeah. Yeah, that's not a defenseman. That's that's a Hall of Fame defenseman type numbers. And you know we're not going to get into that discussion, but like well, <laughs> the thing, what he's done, the production. Okay, if you. From what Mike's saying, you literally just throw away last year because it was a down year. And it was, I mean, we were on the podcast many times talking about just dump this guy, cut him, trade him, whatever. But, I mean, if he's back to the way he was, first of all, San Jose really needs him to be. Um, But if he is, like, wow, what what a steal you probably got because no one really wanted him last year. Oh, yeah, I'm on record. I think I was saying that, like, the, he just looks like he has no soul out there. You hated his absolute guts. <laughs> he cut his hair and he's a new man. Yeah, yeah but didn't he, say something? Man. didn't he say something in an interview, like, before the season, saying, I, I still have it and I want to prove yes, it or some shit like that? Yeah, he did, yeah. And he's doing it. Man, San Jose, they look pretty good. Yeah, Carlson, yeah, if Carlson's going to play this way, then, then they're going to continue to look good. Mm-hmm. Like, they're probably playoff bound. Yeah, they're a surprise team. Who needs but candy? let's say let's say you throw away let's throw away last year, you know, he's on his fifty nine point pace every other year for the last ten years. Do you think he can get fifty nine points this year? I think he can, yeah. There's I mean you can't it's a high it's, it, it is a high number. But if but if San Jose like they have these young guys that, that just they might be breaking out. Or, or making themselves relevant, right? Guys like Dolan and Eklund. And, a good start. Yeah, if, if these guys are what they appear to be early on, then there's no reason to believe that Carlson isn't going to be a very like big part of, of the San Jose team, right? He has been, and he looks good. I'm waiting for Burns to do it because I have him in one of my leagues. Mm-hmm. We might have to have a conversation about Burns later down the road. 
don't yeah. know. But, Maybe, yeah. but but we got a few. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah. Carlson's been a stud. If he can if do Carlson's it. Okay, so form. so Mike asked a question. Fifty nine points. Yes or no? Yeah? Uh, I'll say yes. Brian? I like it. I'm I'm in a positive <laughs> mood, so we're gonna go with he gets sixty one <laughs> points. <laughs> Oh man, I can't do it. I can't. I can't do it. I don't no. know why. I don't I'm feel scared. great about it. I don't feel I'm great scared. about it. I feel I, super I dirty. think he has nothing. Hey, to do with I think. Carlson. I think he ends up. Yeah, I think he ends up. Let's say sixty. I say, I'm gonna say sixty, but I'm probably a little bit likelier that he's like low fifties. I honestly, I'm scared to, but you look into. I know like he's aging and he's got the whole ankle thing, but you look into what he's done, and the pedigree's there. It seems like, because we always say, like, don't, you know, one year, it could be a one-off. Like, trust what they've done. and Yeah, so if we always maybe, if we always talk about that in the, posi- in the positive, how can, we can't just dismiss this, right, is what you're saying. You know, you're right. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. So, I think, like, I Mike, should, join the club, I'm, buddy. Join I'm the gonna club. Say, <laughs> I'm going to say, like, 53. Points. No. So, like, how, how old do you think you Carlson is? Out. 34. He's 31. 31 years old. See? 31 and 61 points. Let's go. He's 31. He's the, he's the same age as yours truly. I mean, yeah, so that yeah. means he's still got a lot of gas in the tank. Well, yeah. Not from what I do. know from you, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> buddy, have you been seeing those golf scores lately? Oh, buddy. I don't bear in mind. I'll tell you that. <laughs> But can he get random texts from people he doesn't know on his phone? Because that's my move. Let's hear what happened. No, I don't know. This just I told I told you guys I got I got a text from a name and a number saying, "Hey, it's me. How's it going?" And I'm like, I don't know who this is. And then I look through my phone, and like three texts later, it's someone else saying, "Hey, it's this person. How's it going?" I don't know who that is either. So I don't know. I guess we'll just figure it out as we go. That's all right. Probably somebody I meet out with. I don't know. Just an absolute degenerate. Yeah, we're yeah. doing okay. Well, that's a good segue. Speaking of degenerates, we're going to stick with the Sharks here. Evander Kane. Oh, that's rough. Come on, though. Oh, <laughs> come on. Wow. Come on. Well, I just... Bad news he's probably going to be number bus. one right now, so like, I don't think anyone... No, I don't want to. I'm not stomping on him. I love I'm going to keep I this to fantasy. Keep it going. Do you guys see him playing this season? I don't know where, because San Jose clearly will not have him back. You have the start. You have what they've said. Something's got to give there. If they can trade him, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know what's about to happen. So do you think he's going to play a game in the NHL this year? Because if he does, like when he plays, he will have value. But also, like, how much do you think he's going to be Evander Kane when he does play back? Like no, he might have missed be... 40, 40, 50, 60 games. Like he's going he's gonna to miss 20. But by your, you know, intimation, he might, if he doesn't play, maybe they have a holdout. There's a whole situation, like he might miss a whole year or he might play for 20 games. Like, is that the guy that you know and love for fantasy? I don't know. No, you know what? I think he's, I think he's still got it. I just, I don't see a team picking him up because like in today's crazy world, if you say anything or do anything bad when it comes to COVID, you're basically the devil. So a, a team would look bad by picking him up. Yeah. You know, that, that'd probably be a PR nightmare, which... Somebody will, though, because he's still a stud. It's just his contract oh, is that's the problem, right? He's a pro at, you know, saying the right thing, and he'll do that, and he'll go to counseling or whatever he's got to yeah, do to clean up yeah. his name. and He'll do the, the, the stuff that looks good, you know what I mean? Whether it yeah, actually... You somehow, what he's actually you somehow doing managed it, to know. trade him. Yeah, so in our in our league, I saw that, like, what I did was um, okay. So what I do all the time is if I have an extra move Swindle. for the week that I'm not going to use, I'll pick up anybody, anyone, put them on my IR, stash them, whatever, because I got to use it. So what I did with Kane was I picked him up. He was injured, stashed him on my IR. He became suspended. He got suspended, then he became suspended on his name next to, you know, on, on the, mm-hmm. the site there. We and thanks. And I, I, then I couldn't make any moves because you can't have a suspended player on your IR. So I'm handcuffed and I don't want a, him to take up a roster spot till the end of November at, at the very least. So 
you know, what I did was I'm like, shit, I, I don't want to just drop him. So let's see if I can get anything for him. And I was able to trade him off for uh, Riley Smith, who played three times. Maybe I'm going to hold on to him, maybe not, but worked out for me. And apparently, from what I heard on the other end of that trade, was that's going to be a keeper for that individual. So he's key. <laughs> well, was keeping because because the lineup is weak apparently. So he might he might need to keep him. You got to do what you got to do. Where, but who knows where it will land? But. He probably on your wire. I would just keep the keep Kane news. You're, I'm sure you're going to be abreast of it because Kane news is everywhere. But if you be playing, he's worth owning. Did you like, just say abreast of it? Yeah, I did. I, I like I felt that. Good about you. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. I felt good about it. I feel, second I feel love good about lips. hearing you say it. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. It's like we're just sprucing up the podcast a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Let's run through a. a few other guys here quickly. Andrew Kopp, this guy, when he can find his way in the top six when any of those guys are hurt, the guy produces, man, and he plays a shit ton. He's got five points in five games, averages 22 minutes of ice time. I think maybe he's like a DFS play if you're like, oh, you know, wheelers and protocol or whatever. Kopp is a go-to guy for the Jets, so I just wanted to say, yeah. Call 911. The cop is coming. God, that was awful. so bad. But so I will bad. actually have to consider editing that one out. <laughs> okay, uh, they're gonna have sirens guy. when he's when when like he gets announced in the starting lineup. Now it's gonna be sirens in the building at MTSS. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Carry on. Another guy here, Boone Jenner. Did a did a little post about him this week on our Twitter and Instagram. That's the, song, That's the song, Mike. That's the song. I thought we were. I was just speaking of Hanson. I was speaking yeah, of my Hansen. own. I was going boom, bat, 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 boom, bat. Dude, at that. I changed the lyrics a little bit to make it work for us. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, did Jenner. you not see the song that Mike put to that post? No. Like, I'm, I guess boom. that's a no. Yeah, no, I did. I was just, I don't remember it. So it's okay. Yeah, you did it. That's okay, though. I did. I liked the photo. No. Let's talk about Boone. Boone Jenner Matt. has four goals in five games this year. He scored a goal in four of the five. I, I'm not saying hold on to this guy forever, but if you're in a deep league and he's on your wire, Have him. pick him up. Yeah. He is top line with Line A and Bjorkstrand, getting it done. He's top power play with those guys and Wierenski and whoever else they decide to have there at Warcheck. And... Top penalty killing unit, guys averaging like twenty two minutes a night. Hits. No, it's blocks. it's yeah. Like we we don't see it with with Brian, but that C on his chest goes right to his legs. It makes a it makes a big difference, and, and like they rely on him. He's a guy that they rely on. <laughs> I think he's gonna have a good season. Really do. Yeah, you know, he just does no, it all. It's one of those guys Boone, that does it all. Isn't Boone Jenner Joe's boy? Isn't that like? Our own Joe Gennady's no. boy isn't that like his one of his one of his players that he's had in the past that he loves. In the past, I, I feel like so, he's yeah. loved him, like he's talked about him. I mean, he at does, this point, he does it at all, this point, man. we've had we've all had every player in the past. Yeah. I mean, we've been yeah. doing pools for like twelve years now. That's true. I've had a lot of guys with C's on their chest, like me. So it's okay. But <laughs> you haven't worn that jersey in like it's been a while. Years, I mean, so. We may never wear it again. I don't know. Who knows? But. <laughs> I don't yeah, think it's okay. I'm not the captain of this show, but I'm that guy, the grit grinder that gets it done, that sticks up for the boys. That's it. Just like just like old Boone doing it all. Old Booney. So yeah, low ownership does it all. Boone is uh, is definitely worth owning, especially if you're in a deep league. Booner. What else here? Quick hits. A couple rookies. Phil Tomasino on Nashville. Lucas Raymond on Detroit. Raymond's got three points in five games. Top line. Top power play. Definitely a guy, you know, we, we like rookies. They're young. We don't know their ceiling yet. Uh, he could have a really good year, Raymond. And then Tomasino, he played the first game, was scratched, I believe, for two. Got a goal in the fourth game, goal and assist in the fifth game. So he's got three points in his three games. His ice time is going up. I'm a fan of Tomasino. I think the Nashville Top guys tend to get quiet, so I think there's room for Tomasino to have a decent year. 
Yeah, I'll just say quickly, both those guys, Tomasino and Raymond, you guys know that how I feel about these young guys that have high ceilings. Both of those guys fit into that category. They are low-risk, high-reward guys. I think Raymond, I believe, was a fourth overall pick. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for anyone who doesn't really recognize the name, fourth overall. I mean, he's got a, he's got a high ceiling. Tomasino as well was uh, in the 20s. So, yeah, guys to keep an eye on. Yeah, guys that are playing, guys that are playing early on in their draft. You know, you don't normally see, well, high-end guys maybe on a draft you do, but 20th, you know, overalls, you normally see guys develop, but they're getting thrust into a situation and they're, they're making the most of it. Yeah, and then uh, we had a, a great, just a great hockey story this week with uh, Cockney returning to Montreal, scoring a goal, and then... <laughs> The troll job from Carolina. They're the best. It was entertaining, to say the least. I'm sure you all know, if you're listening to this, you all know the story. You know, did the Habs lose.com. It was just great. I, I really it. thought it was great. I love it. And we have this crazy, like, off-ice rivalry between these teams. I think it's only a matter of time before it gets on ice, because that was... If you're a player on Montreal, man... They embarrassed the shit out of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, that was, that, it's, I love seeing that stuff, right? That, amazing. That's, yeah. That stuff that just... Guy signs Guy signs a ticket, comes back, scores a goal in your building when the team's in the dumps, and it's just chaos. I love it. <laughs> and then it. they get just absolutely trolled. They get rinsed. Carolina, by the way, 4 0 0. Freddie looking good. Freddie looks good. You know, Cockney Emmy there. I do want to talk about him a little bit. He's on the top line with Aho. He gets about 13. He like averages like 13 minutes a night because he's not on the top power play. Mm-hmm. He's got two points in four games. Like, don't, I, don't I'm a Kakanemi owner. Yeah. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, I, I'm kind of I, – I don't know how I feel about him yet. You know, he hits, which is a good floor. I'm hoping he can hit 50 points for me this year, but – He's going to need to, uh, that top line five on five is going to need to start clicking a little bit. So I don't know what how, what kind of leash he has. Maybe Dundon's like, you play this guy, we're paying him 6.1 mil. You keep him with Ajo, which is what Kakaniemi owners want to think that's happening in the background. So I don't know. Do you but guys have any thoughts on but even But even this team, like Carolina, they have absolute stud muffins on that Stacked. team for fantasy. Stacked. but. They're also, like, no one's scoring 90-plus points on that team. Just because the way, like, they spread it out. Wow, they, they roll. They uh, He's a stud. But they roll four lines. They play, like you just said, Cockney Emmy, because he doesn't get PP one time. But he's only he's on the first line, but he's averaging 12, 13 minutes a night. That's yeah. pretty absurd. Like, you don't get 12 minutes of power play time a game. Like, you don't normally get five, six power plays a game, right? So, like... I don't know. I just like, man, Tara Vinan's a stud. Obviously, Aho's a stud. Like, they have great players, but I just see that team being like more than Nashville. But you know how we've always talked about like Philip Forsberg's the best player on that team, but his ceiling is 65 points, and that's like a good season. Mm-hmm. And that's him being a really good player. Like, I think there's more than that in, in Carolina, but the way they play, it's just a balance. They just roll lines like they play really well, and I just I don't think there's a guy that's like uh, he's gonna get 95 points this year. Like I just there's, they're capable of it, but they're not they're not in for, like in you know played that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, got, yeah, that's just a testament to how strong they are up front. They have so many players that can produce. All right, let's roll into some of these injuries here. I'm just gonna kind of storm through them. Maybe give a little pointer on guys who might be benefiting, but. Still got that Kucherov injury. We're waiting on a timetable. You've had Corey Perry go on the top power play unit there. Can't see that lasting too long, but it's happening. Deeper leagues, Domi had a good start. He's out two to four weeks. That feels like it happened a long time ago, but it hasn't happened since our last episode, so we'll mention it. Uh, Brian Rust is week to week. Mark Stone, they said it was a day-to-day to week-to-week thing. I don't know what the heck that means. Probably like two to three. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love clarity on that for my own personal (laughs) being. But okay, I'd guess two to three weeks. Then we had Jack Hughes, tough injury for a player that was probably going to break out this year. So 
Hopefully he can come back not yeah. too long. They said it's does, he won't need surgery, but he'll just need to rehab the shoulder a little bit. Sticking with Jersey, we had their goalies, Blackwood and Bernier. Blackwood seems like he's close. Bernier is kind of unclear. Uh, Drew Doughty had knee on knee. I don't know if you guys saw the hit, um, but they said it doesn't look too serious. So Doughty's a gamer. I expect him to be maybe miss. He already missed one. I don't know, maybe two, three. But he's Also unfortunate. Yeah. And then uh, Alec Martinez, not a lot of clarity there, but he missed the last game for Vegas. Now, before we get into some questions, guys, we got to take a break from the pod here and we got to talk about balls. <laughs> Sit down, Brian. We got to <laughs> oh, talk I'm about here balls. Now. I'm engaged. You know, yes. I heard balls and I'm into it. Yes. So our friends at Manscaped, they sent us what they call the perfect package. And what that includes is a lawnmower, which is in electric trimmer i actually have it right here and also a, the crop preserver what it, which is an anti-chafing ball deodorant the crop reviver is an ball spray toner they also said anti-chafing boxers a travel bag disposable shaving mats so the perfect package it pretty much has it all but as you guys heard it is all stuff for your nuts and i gotta tell you guys it has completely changed my shower routine forever Like, let me explain. So let's tie it back to hockey for a quick second here. If you had to pick, you guys had to pick your ideal, like body, groin, hair length, which of these would you choose? Would you go with the Marner, smooth like a baby's bum? Would you go with Stamkos, nice, short stubble? (laughs) Would you go with Marchand, which is straggly, misplaced hairs? Yeah. Uh, we had the Ekblad. It's it's a little longer, but it's kept neat. Mm-hmm. Or the Jumbo Joe, which is just absolutely strangling your penis. Yeah, and you're and you're in a, for- <laughs> the you're in a forest, then it's suffocating. Yeah. Which which of those is your ideal? You know, what are you going for? Um, yeah. I mean, it's got you got to be somewhere in between the Marner and the Stamkos, right? I like you don't want to look like you got a like an eight year old's penis down there, but. Uh, <laughs> I like that but, thing but, smooth. But yeah, I mean that's probably the most uh, comfortable. I mean, I think the ladies give, like that too. So give me the Marner ten point five sheets, feeling good okay. when I get out of that bathroom. Okay, so so I gotta be honest with you guys. Like, I was probably more of a Marshawn down there. When in reality, what I'm looking for is like an Ekblad to Stamkos to Mitchie fade right at the bottom. Ooh. And guy's, now guy's with being a barber, with nuts. the new dude, with the new hey, 4.0, you can. <laughs> you can if you want. I can get exactly that. Can I can get exactly what I'm looking for. You know, so hear me out. So I hop in the shower, shampoo my hair. Depending on how I feel, I might leave the shampoo in for a bit, but like that's neither here nor there. But I'm just killing time trying to get my skin nice and hot and, re- and ready for ready for go time. So what I do, I turn on the waterproof lawnmower. And I go to work. I start with my pits, right? I don't want to get sidetracked here, but if your pit hair is longer than, say, like, I don't know, an inch, like, you're yeah. gross. That's I'm a fan. I'm a yeah. fan of what you're talking about. You got to trim oh, yeah. those pits, man. Take care of that shit. Like, Take no, care of the pits. Nobody likes long pit hair. No girl mm-hmm. likes long pit hair. Just you're not doing yourself any favors. Bo so. just festers in it. It's right. Like, like yeah. get it down to nothing. Like, I, it changed my life. I take it to the skids. I got nothing. Taking it to the wood. Dude, no hair means no smell. No smell, no problems, right? That's so you can't argue with that. I'm laughing. So anyway, after the pits, though, I, I, get, I go chest down, right? I throw on the guard on the, on the trimmer, and I start working my way down to the balls, adjusting my sizes along the way. I told oh, you yeah. guys my preferences. I feel like there should be a candle in the background and, like, romantic music. You really dude, get into dude. it right here. You know, jazz? Awesome jazz music? Some smooth jazz. Oh, some, a oh, sax playing back it. there? Good, because you know what? It gets romantic. Because the real fun, it starts right at center ice. Me versus my nutsack. And thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin-safe technology, I'm working around my nuts and my shaft with confidence, dude. Confidence. Mm. But then the best part of all, okay? The lawnmower has an LED spotlight. I can even show you guys on here. Yeah, no, no. I, that. Yeah. that is a great feature. I saw it. That's an right? absolute awesome feature. It's, it's a game changer. It's got the LED spotlight. And so you can get like really precise, especially around your five hole where it tends to get dark mm-hmm. and spooky. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Right, up, right underneath the, the but, package. Yeah. But 
thing of the past now. I went from Marshy to Mitchy down there, and I'm a new man. I finish up my shower with a head-to-toe soap job, brush my teeth, and I'm finished. Turn the water off. I bring the towel inside because I don't want to freeze to death. Pat myself dry, and then the kicker. The kicker. I get the crop preserver. I get this bad boy right here. Right? It's a ball deodorant, as I said. Put a little in my hands. I rub them together, and then I basically just grope myself. I work around the twig, the balls, the groin area. And that's it. I'm done. And I feel incredible. Incredible. So if you guys are interested in making this shower routine your own, you can do exactly that. And I'd be flattered. Go to manscaped.com and enter the code FHB at checkout for 20% off your order and you get free shipping. Again, that's 20% off and free shipping with the code FHB. Your balls will thank you. Yeah, right. That was oh, a, good stuff. Fantastic. Yeah, you know, fantastic. I, we're going to, Brian and I are, and, and Joe, we're going to talk more about this in the coming weeks. But man, like I, I agree 100% with everything Mike said. Phenomenal products. And I'm just happy to be affiliated with a product that like I Oops. absolutely love. Yeah. And I think yeah. I speak for all of us. So yeah. He's yeah, wearing a shirt. Yeah. Right? Oh, that's a beaut. That's yeah. a nice. By the way, that there. shirt is Dude. feels amazing. <laughs> that's a nice shirt. It's a nice, it's a nice shirt. shirt. And it doesn't know about it, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're all good. So yeah, go to go to manscaped.com, enter the code FHB. All these products can be yours and many, many more. So uh, make sure you guys take advantage of that. We are and, pumped. And also, if it works for you, fantastic. We love it, but we don't need to hear your personal stories like Mike just did. <laughs> yes, I, think, no. I think we do. <laughs> I, I mean, listen. Those are success stories, you know. Listen, Joseph Schm- <laughs> jo- listen, if you're you're telling me you want to hear about Let's say, look, we all love Joe, but he has some issues with his, you know, grooming tendencies. I don't know about down there. We're not going to, we're not going to quote him on that. But let's say if some <laughs> random listener who's like a Joe, that's Michael, you know, like Austin hey, Powers do, down there. No, do it up. Let's hear it. First of all, like. That's exactly why you need to get yeah, it. You 100%. Yourself. You need it. I just like, I, you know, I don't want to hear about it. All right. <laughs> Okay, let's it. get back to hockey here. Good stuff. Is this a hockey podcast? I don't know exactly. Yeah, it is. It's a you know what? It's <laughs> you know a what, man's Mike? podcast. It's a man's podcast. You know what? You were you were speaking highly of Mitch Marner there. Um, I don't know. He's kind of been a little bit. Uh, What's going not too on, great Mitchie? For fantasy yeah. this year. So I don't know. Let's talk about that a little bit. Owners got to hold on to Mitchie Martin. Oh yeah, for sure. But well, you know what? Let's can we lovely. quickly say because yeah, we we spoke on last week about how we were prematurely evaluating a lot of these guys because we're only one, two, three games. And we're still five, six games in. It is still too soon. I know like mm-hmm. a lot of fan bases are freaking out. They're freaking out here too. It's too soon. All right? And yes. that should go for your fantasy players as well. It is too soon. And that brings us to a couple questions we had on Instagram that I want to get to. Let's start with one from, well, Eric Turner sent in, sent in two, underscore Eric.Turner. Um, he said, what to, straight up, what to do with Makar. You're not doing anything with Makar. You're keeping Makar. And like, it may be a bit of a slow start. He had two assists last game. Relax. That's all we're going to say. That's Keep. it. Move on. That's all. Moving on. Uh, he also said, is Zuccarello a must-have in 12-man leagues? Zuccarello has two goals, four assists, six points in five games. He's 34 years old. He does have a 60-point season to his name. So, you know, last year he kind of hitched his wagon to Kaprizov on the top line. He had 35 points in 42 games. Then he came down with an injury. And that's the scary thing with Zook is his injury history. I may be a little bit prone. But when he's in the lineup, he's going to get you points as long as he's playing with Kaprizov. Personally, though, I'm not a fan of somebody who doesn't do kind of everything or at least chip in in other categories. So for me, I think a 12-team league, he's probably worth owning because of the points. But if you got all those other categories, I might be looking to to trade him, right? Yeah, well, I mean, it just seems so weird to say that because I don't think we'd ever say that, like... (laughs) <laughs> it would it would like it just feels dirty because like it's not something we'd even bring up whatever yeah. like prior to the you know season starting but he is a guy that you know stud player fantasy player but he he's not the peripheral guy right like he's gonna get you the points That's the power play points 
the assist. Not even a big goal guy, but he's going to get you the points. But, I mean, would you rather have him or – I'm trying to find a comparable – or a guy that gives you maybe 20 points less in a season but hits, blocks, shoots a ton. Like, I don't know. Like, in fantasy-wise, give me the guy that does it all, you know, over the guy that's just doing it here and there. And he's not even doing it right now, so – yeah, mm-hmm. but I think if you were to trade him now, like, it's five games in the season. So, like, let's not get yeah, ahead of ourselves, yeah. right? And you, you re- realistically, you're not going to trade him. But if you, for whatever reason, do, oh, why? you're not, you're not trade like, you're in a position that you're trading low right now because he's been struggling. But... Zook? Zook? No, I mean... I, he has six points in five games. He's been great. But, okay, are you trading him to trade, like... Trade him high, where this is the high. Like it's it's only a few games in the season, but are you are you trading him to the point now? Like who are you gonna get for him? Is what I'm saying. Like you're not gonna go out there and get an absolute stun because but... people would be like, no, I'm I'm not doing that, right? Dude, in every league there's there's dummies. You can that's true. Just that's fair. Someone looks at the six points in five games, and you can just take advantage. That's you know? true. Yeah, he's got a great name like, too, so it's okay. <laughs> He does. He does. But that, I I would explore it personally. I think guys early in the year get really horny for guys like that are over a point per game early on. Mm. So I'm probably exploring it personally myself. But let's move on to another question here. We had two questions about Rupe Hints. One from Nico the Walker. He says, "Is it worth holding on to Hints?" And then another from Lil One Ninety Two. Lil One says. Should I feel bad about dropping hints, or is it time for him to go? Let's 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 let Ant take this because that's his boy. That's his yeah. Boy. I you know I was just preaching that it's too soon to drop these guys, and it goes for hints as well. It's too soon. Yeah, there's stuff to be concerned about. Like his ice time hasn't mm-hmm. been great, but he did play 18 minutes last mm-hmm. game, and he picked up an assist as well. If you're dropping a guy that had 43 points in 41 games last year, yeah, there were some really annoying injury issues, but you cannot drop a guy with those kinds of numbers after five games. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. like start thinking about it, sure, and monitor the situation. Do not drop him yet. Not yet. Not yet. Next week, I think we'll have a, a pretty decent sample size. We're going to play... A game, maybe we'll play Warrior Weight, we'll play a new one, maybe add or fad. We'll see. But this is when maybe next week we're gonna start having a little more sample size and we're gonna get into these players like Taze, Hints. These are guys we, we're watching still. We don't want to talk too too much about them. So next week we'll we'll get into kind of the, the, the guys like is it time to go? But uh for now, Nico and Juan, no. Hold, hold for a little bit longer. Um, and then the last one here from Evan D. McLean that we'll get to. He says, how's it going, fellas? It's going good, Evan. Would you guys agree with holding on to Swayman and Caulfield? I think this kind of rolls into what we've been saying. You know, Swayman had one great start, one awful start. He got this first game for Boston. So do not, do not. It's been three games. Don't cut him. Do yeah, not give him a Yeah, Swayman. don't cut him. And then Caulfield... Of course, there's concern with Montreal. Montreal's players are going to get it going. Caulfield is probably like any other streaky sniper. He is going to score goals in bunches. It's going to happen for Caulfield. He's probably not going to hit 30 like other people said. But hang on. Yeah, and I'm not writing off 30 yet either. Because I could see him just going to tear. I could see it. Montreal's not going 0-82. Let's well, they won, take it last, easy. they won I last mean, night. It is, right, so. There you go. But that's what I mean. Like, it's, it is fun to watch them lose, and Carolina loves it apparently as well. But um, <laughs> he'll, he'll get it going. And they, for them to do anything, he has to get it going. Like him to Foley, like they're, they're thin. Like I feel like they, are be- like they got a decent balanced lineup, but a lot of those guys, pieces from last year, they're not there anymore. So, you know, you got to rely on to Foley – Caulfield, uh, these guys, you know, Anderson to pick up the slack and they're going to be fine, but he'll, he'll be okay. 30 goals. I don't know. I don't know. And 30 seems a lot, but I don't know. Yeah. Okay. And then <laughs> we got to get this one. And our, our brother, Ange, Anth and I's brother said, are you guys all actually brothers? If anyone's maybe wondering that, no, me and Anth are brothers. We have an older brother that sends in stupid questions on Instagram <laughs> Brian's our buddy. I was say, like, ten years ago. He's your brother. How and, does he know? Uh, and Joe, 
And Joe's a lifelong friend of mine and Ant's, and uh, he met Brian around the time we yeah, met. So. Slew foot. He slew footed me. That's kind of the, the connection. Shout there. out to Ant's, just because. Um, just because. Shout out. There you go. Yeah. Just because. Okay, let's rock through the, the week ahead here quickly. We have Anaheim, Arizona, Carolina, Calgary, Florida, LA, and Montreal all playing four times. Two gamers from Ottawa, Nashville, and Edmonton. And the Islanders, sucks, especially if you have Sorokin. They are only playing one game. Um, heavy nights, it's kind of even throughout the week. Saturday being the strongest with 10 games. Thursday, there's nine games. In terms of schedules, I like this week. I like Carolina. They're home all week. They do play Toronto and Boston, but they also got Chicago and Arizona, and they don't play Saturday, which is a heavy night. So uh, right there, we talked about Kakaniemi playing on that top line. He could get some points, so I like him. And then Jordan Stahl, he's got a good floor with the hits, and uh, he's still being used in good situations. So Stahl's at 34% owned. He's got four points on the year. I'm also looking at Calgary. They go Rangers, Jersey, Pitt, and then home to Philadelphia. Rasmus Anderson, 16% owned. He's on the top power play. He's got two assists, and I don't think they really have another guy to go to, so I think power play points are possible from him, uh, especially this week with four games. And then Andrew Bajapane has got three goals to start the year. I think it's only a matter of time before he finds himself on the top power play unit because he's playing really well. Um, next, Florida. They do have Boston twice, which are – those are big games. Uh, those should be good games. And then they got Arizona and Detroit. Uh, Lundell, we talked about a bit on our Twitter this week. He's got five points. He's 9% owned. And Owen Tippett, a guy that I have liked. A little bit uh, slow to get out of the gate here with two points. But I do like Owen Tippett, and I like where he's playing. And then we have L.A. Dustin Brown is 17% owned. L.A. plays four times. Brown has five points. Top line. Kopitar's rolling. I think Brown deserves to be owned a little bit more than 17%. So looking at D. Brown there. And then uh, Arthur Kaliev's a rookie. I'm going to call my shot. He's going to score his first in his NHL career this week. 1% owned. Okay. And lastly, quickly, Montreal. They got a West Coast trip. They're in Seattle and California. Road swing. Anaheim, L.A., and San Jose. For Montreal, they're going to get it going. I like Dvorak at 20% owned and Drewen at 17% owned. That's it, guys. Uh, let's, you know what? There's still some games tonight. We're recording on a Sunday morning. Joe's not here. Let's keep our Battle of the Bargains picks to Instagram. Check out Instagram. Check out Twitter for our picks. And we'll also announce the winner of uh, this week. I think Ant's in pretty good shape with Darlene, but I think somebody had Cairo when he... Oof. I think someone on Instagram... So but I'm going to win the internal battle, correct? Yeah, the internal BOTB, I think you oh, got here it. There we go. I think you're going to get it, yeah. Let's go. By the way, I, I, we were watching the Leaf game, like it was San Jose Leafs on Friday, and Dolan tipped the puck to Meyer, who then scored. And he still doesn't have that assist. And, you know, like it makes me think if McDavid tipped that puck to whoever, probably uh, getting is a McDavid point getting that yeah, point. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure he's getting that point. Chased to 145. Yeah. He's, he's getting that point. And that cheesed yeah. me. But McDavid's heard, off and running, man. <laughs> I heard something this week. I think the announcers might have mentioned it, that Johnny Goudreau is like like me when I play. It's like, make sure I get that point. I touch the puck there. That does not surprise me at that all. It totally it. seems like he's that guy. Rat, like yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, like, listen, I got that third assist there. Make sure you know about it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. That's it for us this week. We will chat next week. Good luck in your pools, guys. Take care. Later. Take care, guys.